keep up the dog trend from yesterday afternoon and today discuss some important topics, some things that might help you as a dog owner. Let's roll the intro. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes, the series that covers the more informational. Sorry about that. Pause there. My computer is always liking to be weird. Alright, so today we are going to talk about a dog's world part two, and this time we are going to go over some things that may just help you as a dog owner. Now the first one here um, comes from lifehack.org. I love the names of these websites, and they wrote down 45 hacks that'll make your life easier. We're just gonna go over a few today. Now this first one is one that we've talked about before <coughs> as far as some of the best pet uh, products to, uh, to buy. Smart pet doors, otherwise known as smart doggy doors, are a great way to make sure only your pet comes in and out. It does this by way of a, um, what do you call it, kind of signal on the collar that only opens the door if it, your dog or your cat for that matter um, uses the actual thing. Now, like any technology, you might have some little things here or there, but these things are great if you wanna let your dog go in and out and not have to worry about being there to do so. Um, you can find an expensive, but I would say if you're going to get one, Go for one that's a little bit more money. Go for the one that really has the good review. Now, if you aren't going to use a doggy door, you're going to fine. You don't need to put in. But if you do want to get a doggy door, um, why not make one that is a smart, right? And this is an old, old, old school. Oh, so I read a lie. Sorry, guys. The smart is great for us if you know. We end up somewhere that has that ability. I definitely think we should go into that. Be some uh, for us to have. Um, so, just a thought for you know for the future. There you go. All right, next one, and this is a very old. This is when everybody knows. You said stomach, chicken and rice. Now, most vets will say, if your dog isn't going well, skinless, boneless, just plain chicken and some plain rice makes a great soothe for the stomach. Similarly to when you have an upset stomach, you eat a blend a day, right? So you have some pasta, you have some rice. You can use pasta, however, many vets are competing against that. Uh, some are for it, some are not. But almost every vet you talk to will say, plain rice, no flavor, no nothing, and plain chicken. Plenty of times, because our dogs uh, tend to get them semi-regularly, um, we use chicken and rice all the time. And what's nice is that you can go to the store. I think we got a pack of four or five little plain Minute Maids for a couple bucks. And then we just got some deli chicken that was already de-skinned, already deboned. And again, it was like maybe, I don't know, three bucks for the whole thing because it wasn't a whole chicken. It was like half a pound of chicken. So if you want to do that, go for it. Now, if your dog does have a specific allergy and you're not sure, obviously always, always, always check with your vet 
But nine times out of 10, when you check with them, and again, don't just feed this to them, guys. Check with your vet if you are um, uh, concerned. Nine times out of 10, however, when you go to your vet and say, hey, my dog's having an upset stomach, they'll say, hey, give it a little bit of chicken, a little bit of rice. Sorry, guys. Oh. Um, give a little bit of chicken and rice, and your dog should be gold. Number three, DIY pet beds from old furniture. So this is something really cool. You know me, I am very big on reusing what I already have. And that goes for DIY pet products as well. So let's say you have an old uh, nightstand, maybe an old filing cabinet, maybe an old dress, um, and you're just not feeling it. Well, most of those things you can take the drawers out of, maybe not a filing cabinet, those are kind of weird. Um, you can take the drawers out of, right? You get rid of any edges that might be um, you know, pointy, you throw in a blanket, a pillow, a bed, whatever, you've just got yourself a brand new dog furniture. Um, works great on um, cats too, by the way. Um, but why not already keep something you have? This would be a great way to upcycle and reuse what's already in your home. So instead of tossing something, Maybe it's a little dingy. Maybe you just take a rag, wipe it down. Maybe it just doesn't fit in the decor there. Move it to another room. You have pet bed, DIY. And since the furniture already put together, guys, all you gotta do is throw a pet bed in there. The most you might wanna do, maybe paint it, maybe, you know, wipe it down, do whatever. But really, you have nothing to build. You are just repurposing an old piece of furniture. All right, number four. Now, this is interesting, DIY pet shampoo. Apparently, with a little bit of Dawn, baking soda, and vinegar, you can actually make pet shampoo. So I, um, they uh, found, they have a link here. It's from Daily Puppy. I love that name. That is a cute website, Daily Puppy. Uh, they have a recipe. So, um, you take some Dawn dish soap, which we actually know is used to clean off uh, wildlife and oil spills, seals, ducks, seabirds, stuff like that. So you take some Dawn, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. You take some Dawn, you take a little bit of white vinegar. It actually has antibacterial and deodorant properties. That's cool. And you take some baking soda. So the recipe here is in a large spray bottle. So just one of your plastic spray bottles you can get from the Dollar Tree. Combine two cups of warm water, half a cup of white vinegar, add a quarter cup of Dawn dish soap. Um, they recommend maybe the lavender scented because everybody loves lavender. Shake it up and wait until bubbles form. When your dog's coat is wet with warm water, so you'll want to, you know, obviously wipe down your, your dog. Um, if you want to use some baking soda, you can actually rub some baking soda in the fur make it like a paste. Just make sure you go over it well and get it out. Um, and then you're going to spray your dog down with the homemade shampoo. So really, really all you need is the vinegar, water, and Dawn dish soap. So the um, recipe's there. I'm going to see if we have a bottle. Um, I don't know if we have any Dawn dish soap. Um, we might have some vinegar. I'm going to see if this works. I'm going to see if we have the product, if we can do this. And I will let you know firsthand if this actually works. But that's kind of cool though, right? Um, you can buy your stuff, but if you are 
looking to save a couple bucks and you want to do that, yeah, it's not going to be the perfect haul. I mean, obviously, if your dog really needs a bath, you're going to want to get the, the good stuff or you're going to bring them to the groomer. But if you want to do a quick in-between, a uh, quick bath and just a little spray down and, you know, wipe, that's what you're going to do. Now, number five, I'm going to actually see if this works here because, yeah, our dogs have some accidents. Baking soda and vinegar, again, there you go, same ingredients in the last one, get rid of the urine smell. So you first take a paper towel, I learned this from my wife, you take a paper towel, uh, get rid of any pee that might be there. Then with mixture of half vinegar and half baking soda, so another bottle, spray bottle, spray the same, let it sit for, they say about 10 minutes. Um, absorb any excess, moisture with the paper with another paper towel and then take some plain baking soda you know not one that's been um uh, with the liquid um and put a little bit over wait another maybe five ten minutes vacuum up stain should be gone now we have some stuff it's actually we have for litter and we have for the carpet and what it is is it's basically pet deodorizer vacuum baking soda it has a better name than that. Um, and you put it on the ground and then you vacuum it up. So this just goes the extra mile. You spray the baking soda vinegar uh, concoction on the thing, let it sit, and then boom. Um, of course, they say the most important thing is to make sure that, um, excuse me, that you do it immediately um, uh, as to make sure the animal doesn't, you know, the pet doesn't go back and do it again. So that was going to be the last one, but I wanted to throw up a really quick one. Um, it's going to go over my face really quick because it's kind of a last minute uh, decision here. But this is something we actually have outside our window, and this is very important for um, any emergency. You actually can get these for free from the ASPCA, and it's a little blurry, but it tells you in case of emergency, it tells you what kind of pets you check off with the pets, um, other if you have something else other than dogs or cats. Um, and then a phone number, I believe. Yeah, I think that's phone number there. And then, of course, the other part of the sticker you get is the poison control, which we have. We actually have a magnet of it on our fridge. So you can either get a magnet or a sticker, depending. But I just want to throw that up there really quick because it's really cool. It's free. You can go on the ASPCA.com website and uh, get one mailed to you. And it takes a couple of days. You get that. You put it on your window and boom. We actually have to get another one because the so hot here the sun is like baking the uh the pen off of the thing or maybe we can just rewrite it on thing. maybe we just maybe we don't need a new one um all right so those are some hacks plus a little freebie right there for you now going from hacks another thing that we deal with because one of our dogs uh, has a slew of unfortunate allergies is what to do when your dog exhibits certain behaviors now, not all behaviors necessarily are bad, but it's good to know what things mean if you really aren't sure. The first one here is one that I think all of us have gone through before. Oh, excuse me. Chewing on the furniture. Chewing on... <coughs> Whew, excuse me. <coughs> I can speak. I can chew. Just don't choke on myself. Chewing on the furniture doesn't mean they're hungry. Chewing on the furniture is really one thing and one thing only. More physical activity is needed. Now, most of the time this happens with puppies or kittens 
who are still getting used to what they're doing. This is why they always say, when you bring an animal home, get them used to what you want them to do, teach them what you want as far as commands, get them into it almost immediately. Less chance of something later happening, but of course they are dogs and kitties. And just like people, they don't care and they'll do their own thing anyway. So if this is the thing going on, give your puppy um, some extra playtime, whether it's a run to the dog park, whether it's a walk around the block, whether it's just throwing the ball back and forth. It doesn't really matter how you do it, but the sooner you can tire out your puppy, or your dog for that matter, the happier you and they will be. Less chance of having to replace furniture, and you might actually retrain their brain to know, okay, when I want to chew, we're going to play instead. So it's a win-win for both. So that's a pretty standard one, right? Most people know. Number two, now this is actually an interesting one, and I, I really, I was actually a little amazed at this one. I, I didn't realize this was a thing. Sometimes when your dog brings you a toy, it's not always to play fetch or to play with them. Sometimes your dog is bringing them to you as a sign of respect because their toy, as one of our dogs has their, their favorite little stuffed animal, is very valuable to them. And if you throw it, you might actually be insulting them by accident. So, um, fiveo.com, the place we're getting this from, I totally forgot to put this up here. Let me put up this here. It's really good information, guys. Um, fiveo.com says, when your dog brings you something, keep it for a second, you know, put it on your lap, hold it, do whatever. See what your dog does. If your dog kind of gives you that like happy, excited face, then your dog has now christened you <laughs> with its favorite object. And he trusts you, he or she trusts you enough to be in charge of said favorite object. If your dog brings it to you and then looks at you like, why aren't you playing? Then your dog wants to play. But try that next time. Next time your dog brings you something, hold it for a second. See what happens. If your dog has a very excited face, like you are holding onto it for dear life, you, my friend, have just been given the highest authority of taking care of their valuable commodities, right? Number three, yawning is not just a sign of exhaustion. Now, we actually know this in many species. Primates, horses, penguins, even fish, cats, and snakes all engage in yawning activity. Now, most of the time when an animal yawns, whether it's human or non-human, they're tired, they're bored. Maybe they just kind of have to get a big release of air out. However, oh, excuse me. in nature, an animal yawning is usually the symbol of surrender. If a dog yawns 15 times, you know they are in a good mood. However, yawning can also indicate excitement or tension. When your dog is frightened, maybe they're at the vet, they may yawn continuously. Dogs may also yawn to suppress their excitement before going for a walk as well. So nine times out of 10, if your dog is yawning, it's probably because they are super pleased and they're like, I love it, we're having a good time. However, if you can see that your dog might be shaking, might be a little tense while yawning, they're in a situation <clears throat> that they're not very happy to be in. Now, yes, when you're at the vet, you have to go there for their physicals, for their stuff, just like a person with a doctor. So obviously you're not gonna stop taking them there. However, if you notice that certain places, 
certain people or certain activities cause your dog to yawn in a tense way, keep them out of that form. You know, there's no need for them to be in that situation for any reason. But most of the time, if your dog is yawning up to 15 times to you, they're happy. They're like, I'm good. I'm happy. Honestly, I would say if your dog yawns once or twice and then they just kind of plop over and they just lie down, they're they're happy, I think. You know, they are, um, let's see, they are very happy, right? All right, so one, two, three. All right, number four. This is called caterpillar wriggling. So picture a caterpillar kind of moving along on its thing. Sometimes dogs will shiver or wriggle, um, and it can be caused by a variety of factors. Could be because they're happy you just got home. How many of those videos have you seen on Twitter where the dog just gets so excited, his whole body shakes because his, his, his person is home, and oh my God, he can't stand the excitement. Um, sometimes it could mean that they're not feeling well. Maybe they ate something, maybe they hurt themselves. So when do you let it go and when do you consult? Um, let's see. If your dog appears joyful, you know, when it's on its back and it's doing its things and it's doing its happy little whatever, more likely than not, your dog is probably fine. Um, if, however, your dog, you know, doesn't want you to touch it or seems to be cowering or maybe is really convulsing badly, then you might want to call and check with your veterinarian. Sometimes it may just be they have an itch they can't scratch. So a nice little back scratch or a booty scratch, that might be all they need. So take an eye and um, just keep an eye on what they're doing. Most of these behaviors are not bad most of the time. 98% of the time, they're just doing this because that's what dogs, cats, or other pets do. But to be safe, and again, we have so many animals with different medical issues, we're always checking to make sure that what they're doing is okay. And if we feel that something isn't right, we'll call the vet. So most of the time, they can say, okay, well, it doesn't sound like they're in extreme uh, issue. So keep an eye overnight. Call us in the morning if need be. And usually by the morning, all is well. But if you are concerned, obviously, 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 call your vet. Make sure. Last one we're going to go over here. And this one is so adorable. The dogs that stare at you when you leave. Don't be fooled. They're not trying to get you to stay home. Science has actually proven that they are saying they trust you are going to be coming back from where you're going. Um, yes, many a dog and a cat don't like it when you leave, and they wish you can be there forever. However, they're demonstrating that they know you are coming back to them as the family, right? Which is really cool. You've earned their trust, and they are at ease that their person is not leaving forever. Now, yes, once in a while, your dog might have um, separated anxiety. And yes, that could be a symptom there as well. But if your dog is just looking at you with those, ah, okay, I know it's time. Then usually they're just saying, okay, you go do your thing. I know you'll be back. We're good. I'll go over here and stir at the window and wait for you. So what do you guys think, huh? Dogs are very interesting. And a lot of these things happen for other animals too. Dogs, cats, they've even found, like they said, horses, sometimes even, you know, animals like bunnies and rats who are very bright and have a 
range of emotion, as well as birds. You know, my dad used to have a parrot, super bright, and really they bond. So which of these uh, facts and hacks did you love? Which ones did we not go over that you guys use at home? Let us know what you want to hear more of. We're going to definitely have many more pet videos for sure, because, you know, where are you? There you are. Hey. Hey, Jez. Uh, we have the pets at home. Many of you guys do as well. So stay tuned for more. Later on, we're going to do a very interesting video all about the quotes of Albert Einstein. Not all of his quotes, but some of our favorites. So that's going to be fun. So join us around 12.15 for that. Tomorrow, we have a very special video in the afternoon all about photography. We got a special guest. Obviously, my mom is with us there as well. But we got a week full of awesome. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn. We have a lot of fun for you. As always, guys, stay curious and nerdy.